If black women could be cut down, no removed gently from American terrorism, who would break our fall? Which direction will we travel to feel safe? Wild is the wind. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the 110th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. I am so excited. Today's show is sponsored by the COO team as well as Milestone Mental Health Agency and Apex Financial Group of Virginia. I am so excited to confirm that we have the one and only Miss Jessica Care Moore as our very first guest today. She is the founder and CEO of More Black Press, the executive producer of Black Women Rock, and the founder of the literacy-driven Just Care More Foundation. An internationally renowned poet, playwright, performance artist, and producer, Ms. Moore is a 2019 and 2017 Night Arts Award winner, as well as a 2016 Kresge Arts Fellow, the NAACP Great Expectations Awardee, and an Alan Locke Award recipient from the Detroit Institute of Arts. Moore is the author of The Words Don't Fit in My Mouth, The Alphabet Versus the Ghetto, Sunlight Through Bullet Holes, and The Critically acclaimed techno-choreo poem, Salt City. Her work has been published in numerous literary collections, and she's performed on stages all over the world, including the Apollo Theater, Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, and the London Institute for Contemporary Arts. Jessica lives and writes in a historic Detroit neighborhood with her son, King Thomas. Welcome to the show, Jessica. How are you? I'm good, Blair. So good to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad that I was able to confirm that you are the Jessica <laughs> Carable. I don't, I don't I know. Like, I think she has a famous <laughs> name. No, I am the Jessica Carable. Thank you so much and welcome. Yay. Thank you. I love the name of the show. I mean, it's so funny because Black Wall Street's kind of been on my on my head and uh, I was a part of this really amazing documentary I don't know if you know about it called um, Prudential Presents Legacy Lives On oh wow and they uh, yeah the sister uh, Maya you know they directed it and went around to different cities to talk about um, economic empowerment and so the use of, of some of my poetry is it's featured um, in the Detroit section so they, they went to Oklahoma Detroit different places around the country and just talked about what you know having money means and how to invest it and so yeah i'm just i love the the name of the the name of the show and i'm excited to be here as a as a black woman entrepreneur and this is just being a poet i've been a book publisher since 1997 um and the books you name are all you know more black press books that i've been i put out on my own press that i started when i was just i don't know 22 23 years old after i won the apollo you know i took my coins put my coins together and started publishing myself and other poets um, but this this new book that's out, We Want Our Bodies Back, is on Hustle Collins' I'm a Side. And uh, I'm really excited about that collection dedicated to Sandra Bland. And, you know, let's talk to you more about it. But thank you for having me. And Yeah, no, yeah, that was um, actually I'm about to be <laughs> my first question. You have done something that I'm going to go out on a limb to say that 99% of poets don't do, which is that you transitioned your passion, your love, into your work, your livelihood. Congrats, first of all. 
for being proof positive that all things are indeed positive, so or possible rather, and positive. I, I guess I could say that too. So, mm. so why did you write the book? We want our bodies. Mm. I wrote We Want Our Bodies Back. Um, the, the poem, the title poem is Cassandra Bland, who I hope people still remember her. Um, because I wanted people to stop, to not stop saying her name. Um, her story resonated with me the way that Breonna Taylor, you know, story is resonating with me. The way Tamir Rice and Mike Brown and Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd. I mean, countless names and people from our community that have been killed in police custody uh, or in the streets by police before they were even arrested, not even given a chance to go to court. Um, yeah. And so her story, she reminded me, you know, people saw her YouTube video, she reminded me of all my girls and, and of myself. And I was like, well, damn, that could have easily been me. Yes, when I get pulled over, I'm generally irritated, especially if I know I haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so um, the book is a collection of my current work, but I mean, there's poems for, you know, uh, for Eric Gardner, there's poems for, I went to Ferguson, there's a poem um, called I Can't Breathe, you know, that's in there that I wrote before George Floyd passed away. This book came out March 30th in the middle of the pandemic. So, you know, my work has been rooted in, uh, you know, liberation, liberation of our people for my entire career. Like, it's, it's liberation language. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's not new, police brutality. Uh, racism isn't new. It's institutionalized and it's passed down um, to younger <laughs> white kids who end up being in power positions to keep black and brown um, bodies out of certain spaces. So this is something I've been talking about my entire career, and now people are just paying more attention. So We Want Our Bodies Back has been doing well, and I've been using the book as uh, a platform to have these, these heavy conversations that must be had about black girls and black women's bodies in particular. Wow, I love it. And so you, you in part, answered my next question, which focuses on um, the time in which we're living and just the need for engagement and connectivity and inspiration um, during during these times. How do you hope that the poems are going to resonate and really, um, and really help people? I mean, I... I sense that 2020 is the best worst year on record. Fastest, slowest, you know, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. shortest, longest, best, worst, all of that. Um, um, what's your what's your feeling about what your poetry is doing now? I mean, it's deep because you know the pandemic. You know, I live in this beautiful black city called Detroit. And so we got hit hard by COVID. Um, so we already knew about the pandemic of racism. That's not a new one. COVID, very right. new. And um, I, my entire tour was canceled. And then my friends and my friends' family members started to, to pass away. And so the, the focus for me was just became different. Um, but I knew I didn't, I knew the book had purpose. And I knew that we we're going to have, that, that people were going to need me and other poets and writers who write in this vein, like the poets are needed and necessary more than ever right now. And that people, you know, I'm not, I was never, since I never went to Instagram live, I never did Facebook live. I thought all that was corny. I stay on the road. Um, and then when I'm home, I'm in my home and I like my peace and I don't want people in my house with me. And now, last night I had my Instagram, my Tuesday night show on Instagram. It's every every Tuesday when I feel like it at 7 o'clock. That's, that's mm-hmm. pandemic. You every Tuesday when I feel like, like it. it. That's how it Yeah, goes. every Tuesday when I feel like it. And I've been feeling like it lately. So, yeah, y'all can probably catch me like every Tuesday this month. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, I realized that I couldn't just roll up into a ball and cry every day. Like, I had to pick myself off the floor, literally, and readjust my focus and get my butt online because as a poet, it's my job to go to where the people are. Now, the people are generally not online, and now the people are. And so it was my job to suck it up and to find a way to connect this work to the people who needed it. And, the, you know, my, we want our bodies back and turn into a film um, in London. Jonesy Dean's a director with three other black women in different countries in Europe uh, choreographing this work into um, a, chore- a film choreo poem, which is dance and poetry together. It's absolutely extraordinary. Missy, uh, Missy Copeland shared it on her page, like over 50,000 some views at least. It was beautiful. And so, you know, so I've done, you know, been able to do shows now in London and France and, you know, uh, I judge a poetry contest in Dubai, did a performance in Brazil. And so, you know, and I have been traveling internationally my entire career. And so now I just started virtually traveling. And so, and I'm, you know, and so it's hard (laughs) for me because I'm a, I'm a person that's connected to people and I, I miss my hugs and all that, but I, I knew that the work um, was going to resonate and that, I mean, God bless the DJs, God bless the poets, God bless the painters, the dancers who decided that they would serve this, this community, which is the country right now in the globe that is suffering in so many different ways. And if, without art, what would we be doing? If we couldn't have our records, you know what I mean? If we didn't have our DJs, if we didn't have poets, you know, pouring into us, and so I think now more than ever, I think people are realizing the importance of art. So we just need more uh, corporations and folks with money to support artists. Um, there's not enough grant money. Like the grant money that was given out for, for artists was like, you know, a little thousand dollars here, five hundred dollars there. That money doesn't sustain artists with families and children. Right. It doesn't. And the unemployment is not enough for anyone who has more than a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> and one child. And so... Um, it, it, it hasn't been easy. You know, shout out to all my sisters from Black Women Rock. If mm. people don't know, for 16 years I've been producing, executive producing, curating, hosting uh, one of the largest and probably, and I would have to say the only all Black Women Rock content series um, in the country. And those women need support. So if you go to blackwomenrock.com, you can find some of those women, support them by their music. Um, a lot of them are online doing things, and I'm working on trying to create uh, work with another corporation here that has funding to create funding for them and support while they're, you know, just not working. We're gig workers. You know, when, they, when that unemployment came out and they said the word gig worker, I was like, oh. I know. Let me get some unemployment. Oh, okay, yeah. so y'all counting us now? Yeah. So. Yeah, that was pretty dope, too. Uh, I, um have a cousin who is a rapper. He was super excited about about the PUA. So, okay, so I got to ask this, right? I was going to ask you to describe the poem, We Want Our Bodies Back, but um, I think it would be awesome if you did the poem, We Want Our Bodies Back. Oh, you want me to do Okay, I was going to do a different poem. So I'm going to... Well, 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 okay. No, I can't. I just, it's just, it's not short. We got, we got time. Uh, we we have we still have about nine minutes. All right, let me get it. So this is we want our bodies back. So time to blam. And I'm doing this while I'm getting my hair twisted. I think it's the most hilarious. Shout out to my sister Sabrina Nelson, who's a painter, but also sculpts by locks. So confirming that my husband <laughs> is tuning in. All right, he's okay. just got eight minutes. Okay, husband. 
<laughs> if black women could be cut down, no removed gently from American terrorism, who would break our fall? Which direction will we travel to feel safe? Wild is the wind. If we could turn in the skin, be sharpened bones, a frame full of power and history, who would we resemble? Invisible doesn't come in black. How many nervous breakdowns? How many funeral black dresses? How many five boys? How many nooses? How many of our bodies must be raped, cut into pieces, burned inside garbage bags, buried? How many of us blossom a beautiful tree of life and trade their pride as it cut down the middle, reduce the trunk, or a close friend doesn't die climbing their limbs, attempt to attempt to go outside the dirty soil they were planted? I put a spell on you. Holly, hobby oven girl style cookies and Barbie dolls. Don't prepare our revolutionary daughters born with capes and wings to have a pig's knee pushed into their back. Girls raised by wolves start to disappear to be quiet and not talk about it. How much black breath is allowed space in the state of Texas? A place that has sucked the life out of countless miscounted, uncounted brown poor women die here. I got life. Sandra Bland got the death penalty for a traffic stop. Her body was 28 years young. How to make sense of our bodies. Bodies burned by cigarettes. Bodies smoked out their own neighborhoods. Bodies with abandoned lungs and hearts. Bodies mistaken for women when they are still girls. How do we construct a survival guide of home for our daughters' bodies without throwing up our breakfast? How do our mothers' bodies not implode as they're telling our sons to comply, to not speak, to keep their heads down, to allow their bodies to be dragged by racist police? Jim Crow ain't never flown with this much wingspan. Eagles running for safety now, for the reach is deep and southern and midwest, shadows the east, lands in the west. Texas, you will always be Mexico in denial. Poet Ron Allen asking his body back in 1996, and we are still waiting. We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. We want them to return to mothers without blood, without brains exposed, without humiliation, without bruises, without glass, without fire. We want our bodies back. We want our cities back. We want our culture back. We want our land back, our streets back, our freedom, our justice. We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. We want them wrapped in white silk. We want them paraded around the White House. We want those flags you stand up for our baseball games at half mass. We want national holiday to honor our bodies, our knees, our prayers, our ears, our genitals, our eyes, our fingers, our feet. We want 21 gun salutes when we enter a room. We want our bodies back. We want them anointed in oil. We want them worn around your neck. We want them remember. We want them worship on Sunday. We want our magic to try to bother. We want our essence to attempt to steal. We want our elegance, our sex, our walk, our cool, our recipes, our intelligence, our science, our stars, our history. I want my Moroccan nose. I want my holy water breath. I want my side legs. I want my alien arms. I want my ivy coast mouth. I want my breath back. I want our time back. I want your foot off our girl's back. I want all your badges back. I want you to evaporate into dust like swatted moth. Don't cut me down from the news. Let my legs dangle for the devil. What a spectacular magic show. Why you turn the cameras off? This is a simple ballet. You got front row. This is your venue. This cell, this hole is no one's home. It's no place for a woman to die. You probably never heard of Judith Jameson, Catherine Dunham. Oh, we know how to get our legs in the air. We know how to elevate, use our bodies to tell a story of middle passage, of survival, of lynching. You've always left our bodies under your control. Don't you touch me. Don't you take me down. Don't touch my body. Don't touch my music. Don't touch my patience. Don't touch my my car door. Don't come near my window. Don't talk to me in that tone. This body of work got work to do. I'm resurrecting my body in new forms daily. Watching me in your deepest sleep. Black is the color of my true love's hair. Listen for my songs. Watch for my walk. Listen to my voice, my black girl attitude. Watch my body resist your death trust. Watch me rise. Watch my rebirth. Watch us rise up from this new Jim Crow, from these new unspoken apartheid laws. We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. We will take them, protect them, remember them, remind you, remember you, Sandra Bland. We will never forget your brown body, your mind, your pride, your spirit, your love, your vows to do God's work. We want your drive from Illinois to Walla County back. We want all our daughters back, and we want them back now. So there's that. 
That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot in the middle of the Jessica care more. <laughs> OMG, I love it. Thank, Thank you so you. much for gracing us. We do want our bodies back. My husband was yeah. listening. We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. We want our bodies back. Man, yeah. you just took me somewhere with that. My husband said, oh, Thank she's you. fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I, I love it. Sometimes. Tell your listeners to go get that book. The book is out now. You can buy it everywhere. And if they want to get books from me directly, they can go to jessicacaremore.com to get um, any past books I have. Some might like be Bullet Holes and God is Not an American, uh, the third and fourth book that are there. So, yeah, jessicacaremore.com for the book. We want our bodies back, which contains the poem that we just heard mm-hmm. along with, with others. I can't. Yeah, you can get, yeah, and that book is actually everywhere. Um, I don't sell We Want Our Bodies Back because it's on HarperCollins, but you can get it anywhere. Any small, support a small independent bookstore. Have them order it, or you can get it from Barnes & Noble. Any bookstore online has it. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. We still got about another three minutes. I'm getting okay, nice. messages. People are listening. They are excited. Nice. I am excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in terms of the way this poem connects with other poems throughout the book, what what would you say? I mean, you know, I mean, my poems are. I mean, my poems are pretty rowdy. You know, <laughs> like they're they're yeah. connected. I mean, there's, there's love poems in the book. There's a poem for Ivy Davis and Ruby D. There's poems for some my my mother, sister, auntie, friend, mentor. Sonia Sanchez, called Vertical Woman. Um, the poems are all, you know, the poems for Gwendolyn Brooks. The poems are all rooted in love, you know? I love for my people. I love for us. It's a celebration of women. It's also a call to action. So, um, but that's my work in general. Even the love poems are, you know, political. So, and I think I like to there's poems. a special connection to Nina Simone as well. Well, yeah, Nina Simone, inside the poem, Nina Simone, um, if you uh, if people know Nina Simone, I Pull a Spell on You, uh, Wild is the Wind. Um, yeah, the book is broken up by the, the chapters, um, Nina Simone songs. And Nina Simone has been just a model for me as an artist. She's, um, I mean, one of my favorite artists of all time. And, and not just because of her music, but because of her politics. And artists like us, you know, like Nina Simone or myself, a poet that decides that they're not going to just write about roses and the sun shining every day and I'm going to actually take on this thing called white supremacy and I'm going to talk out loud about what it's like to be a black girl in this country um, and the obstacles that we face and I'm going to celebrate us in a big way. And if you make those decisions, you don't always get the book deals, you don't always get the nods, you don't always get the, the word truth. And, you know, and so it puts me in a space of, well, my life has been, you know, it's a beautiful, difficult life. It's been beautiful and it's been a fight. And because um, I'm not, you know, palatable for everybody. Everyone can, ain't ready. <laughs> so, sure. um, but I don't make, I don't, I don't dodge any of that. You know, I'm here for it and I'm, I, I walk in my path as I'm supposed to. And, um, but I'm from a, a real proud black city and I, I can't help that's who I am. So I don't know how to fake that. You know, and I, I don't, I don't kiss ass, and I don't, I don't care about work. You know, I don't, I'm doing what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, poetry and art. You know, this, I've been saying this recently. It really is a, a job. It is a service. We job. are all the way out of time. We have to have you back. I feel Anytime. like we just started talking. 
Because <laughs> the poem is long. It's like amazing. Poem, you asked for that long poem. I know. <laughs> I know. Man, this Thank was you. like a dream come true that I didn't even quite realize was going to wow. happen today or if I would have scheduled the entire hour for us to really, Next really time. spread and break down kids and... Well, I'm on Instagram. Barrier. Follow me on Instagram and find yeah. me and, and inbox me. And yeah, that's okay. Stay in touch. I really appreciate this, ma'am. We'll have you back. Thank you. Please. Thank you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. You and your husband. For sure. 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 We lend private money to real estate investors, and we do debt consolidations. Basically, we put money in your pocket when you need money. We put money in your pocket when you need money. 757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black, uh, black Wall Street, black Wall Street. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.